0: Welcome to this message from Shafal Christian Church. May you experience God's grace as you listen to his word being preached. Okay, but um, so I just, I want to introduce our first speaker and then I'm going to give over to Henny because he just wants to also share something. Um, our first speaker is Andres Prink. Um, we all, we know him. As a leader in our congregation, he's an influential man in the community, um, and he's also successfully through many hardships and tears, many hardships, excuse my language, hardships and tears, um, just pioneered a successful fintech company based in Joburg. Um, he's on the board of directors and trustees for a number of businesses. But his passion lies in business. And um, he has some scars to show today of pioneering. And he has a story that he shared a little bit with us about when we were planning this. And my heart just came alive. And I was like, people need to hear that. Um, because he's one of us. You know, he's... So often we see people that are, you know, in this position... Um, somewhere and we think will we will ever be able to attain to their position you know and who are they they're these super people um, but Andres is one of those people but he's also one of us you know and so he's able to share some skills and um, his story with us today and he's a father of three and a loving husband and I think that was that good Andres anything else no okay okay More. <laughs> More than anything, he has passion, so much passion. I've had the opportunity to minister with him, and when he steps in to pray for someone, then I, I, I get I just step back, and I'm like, okay, I'll just let this man speak. Um, so he has that authority, both in the natural and in the spiritual. So yes, enjoy him. I
1: just want to put this on airplane mode. So normally I have the, um, the best presentations on the planet, and um, but I can't give it to you because my Mac doesn't want to talk to your, <laughs> to the projector, so, but I, it's okay, it's going to be okay, but I, I'm still struggling with it because this is my safe place, if my, if my presentations are good, then, then I'm safe, so I'm unsafe now, um, and I'm pioneering, <laughs> yes, I'm pioneering, um, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling uncomfortable, which is, which is uh, part and parcel of the thing, the thing about leadership is, I'm going to talk to a number of you today, Different categories. So I'm going to talk to you about, I believe, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Can you all hear me well? I'm, I'm going to talk to, I think, about 5 to 10% of you that are actual pioneers. That's kind of the number I'm hoping for. Not everyone's a pioneer. Um, and then I believe that about 50% more will get real value out of this because you're in a position where your leadership is now being challenged. And, and you're going to get real value out of this. Then i 'm going to bless the rest of you, so everyone's going to be blessed, <laughs> okay and I'm hoping I can offend about five to ten percent of you as well. <laughs> so that's kind of the spread I'm going for all right, so um, can I do that <laughs> I'm capable <laughs> The thing I learned in life is that leadership begins with the um, leadership is a very strange thing it's not. I don't believe it's taught or caught, as as, as, as people normally say. I think it. Be, I think it begins with, with the understanding, with the belief that I now need to lead. I think it begins at that time when you sort of, when you switch, and you say, I need to lead. It comes with that realization. That's when leadership starts. Now, preparation for leadership doesn't start then. There's a difference, but leadership actually starts with, oh my goodness. Somebody's got to do it, and it's me. Uh, One of the most challenging things I've ever heard was um, uh, Ravi Zacharias. He said, if not you, then who, and if not now, then when? Mm. That's maybe a word for some of you to just start the morning with. Just a fresh (laughs) cup of coffee. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? That's a great question, and if you can answer that question, then you can maybe start on this journey um, to lead, because leadership comes with the recognition that I'm it, I've got to do it. It's not a prideful or boastful thing, it's just a recognition. Okay, so I'm talking about sacred pioneer. Now, I love the introduction. I I need you to know that this this is a line that we need to break in the church completely, this sacred secular divide thing is nonsense. it is disgusting. It is Greek thinking, okay There is no such thing as something that 's not sac- sacred if're if you 're a, a follower of Jesus Christ, everything is sacred. everything, yes, everything is sacred. You have to order your steps that way. that comes with massive responsibility, um, but where you where you touch everything that you sort of are involved with that is sacred man you know you've got to know that so i want to talk to you about the need the lead and the feet. just because any always puts things into threes i'll, I'll do this i'll try and do the same <laughs> he's my leader who said that <laughs> suck up who was the suck up you guys <laughs> it's a it's a privilege to be with you and um i i do i do say a lot of stuff in jest but i'm i'm i'm, I'm very excited about today um it's uh, it's it's been a very challenging preparation for me, um, not because of the content. I'm uh, this is content that I've really worked through in the past year or well, lifetime, really. Um, but but I believe that the Lord wants to touch lives today, and that's something that we need to be you know very um, careful with. So I'm going to try and be careful, and um, I'm just going to ask Holy Spirit that you just do this thing. You just do this. Okay. So, if you have your, the word with me, just go to Genesis 3, um, verse 9. But you really should read the whole book of Genesis often. <laughs> because, just think, just, let me just say this, okay? Just Genesis, right? Who, who wrote Genesis? Shush. <laughs> <laughs> Moses, right? And when did he write Genesis? Shush! <laughs> He's thinking. Stop thinking. <laughs> when when did he write Genesis? Well, well he wrote it after Genesis, okay? <laughs> A long time after Genesis, okay? And 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 we believe what? We believe that he wrote it under the influence of the Holy Spirit, under the under the absolute divine influence of the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. But have you ever thought that? In the time that Moses wrote Genesis, also, we had an oral tradition. Many cultures couldn't even write. And Genesis deals largely with, you know, pre-the Hebrew phase, okay? A lot of it is. And so the point is this. If you think about Genesis, you have to take this out of it. This is summary of exactly what the Lord wanted you to know about the beginning. This is a concise oral tradition of exactly what you need to know this is something that kids can understand and that adults can ponder on for a lifetime actually for a lifetime and so there's many christians who want to treat genesis as a scientific expose i'm not one of those i think simply that genesis is the most succinct oral tradition of the beginning and I believe that the, most four impo- the, the four most important words in the Word is in the beginning God. That settles it for me, man. There's nothing more to it. In the beginning God. If we can start there, then we can have a conversation. <laughs> right? <laughs> and that God, of course, is plural, right? Elohim. Elo- yeah, It's the three in one. First four words. God. In the beginning God. Um. All right. So, Genesis 3, something very important happens. Then the Lord called Adam and said to him, where are you, Adam? And so he said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked. Not because I did something wrong. I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. And then to Adam he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it, cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. And then, verse 19, in the sweat of your face, by the sweat of your brow, you shall eat bread until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you shall return. What the hell has that got to do with leadership? (laughs) I shouldn't say hell. (laughs) I've got three, right? (laughs) What the hang? What the hang? Does that have to do with leadership? Okay, I'm sorry. This is my corporate slide deck, so it's a bit corporate-y, Okay, but I put this chauffeur thing on the, <laughs> on the top there just to, so um, I apologize for the picture. And all <laughs> um, okay, so this is what I'm going to be talking to you about: the need. All right, the need for pioneering. Uh, from Adam onwards, it will never change, uh, and this need is implicit. Okay, in other words, this need is for all of us the notes from an industrial psychologist to know yourself i loved what we did earlier this is very important stuff and i'm going to just brush on that the lead joshua we're going to look at and that's explicit so when the lead comes it needs to be explicit the feed saint george inspire us with the spleen of fiery dragons why five jesus was the ultimate pioneer man (laughs) that's amazing stuff um and then six in closing, we're really going to try and get into some activation. Um, and I'm going to give you some notes on inaction. Why do you not do this? That's not a good thing, but we're going to go there. Okay, cool. So Genesis. This is from the Sistine Chapel. And um, it, it shows the story that, that we just looked at. And, and you'll see, oh, it's not so great. And it's also a bit stretched. So Michelangelo actually drew it a bit nicer than this. Um, <laughs> But, hey, 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 thank you, thank you. Um, but this is a story of two halves. Okay? So, very, very interesting when you look at it. Um, well, here's Adam, and he's naked, but he doesn't know it. And, um, and that's before, before the, the sin, actually, the original sin, and there it is. And note how he draws the serpent in a human form very very interesting and 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 we should take heed of that uh, very interesting uh, if we read the ancients, you see the thing is as as chari- as a charismatic movement we've gone through a phase where we sort of thought we had uh, uh, uh like uh, uh, what's the word um we we're the only ones with revelation, um you know like yeah yeah we, no, we're not <laughs> okay they they 've been having it through the years, okay <laughs> yeah. The Lord never died <laughs> and, and, and started revealing things to the charismatic movement. No, 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 no. It's, there's a lot of wisdom in the ancient writings and drawings and, and Christians like this. And then, of course, the, the, the fall happens. Now Eve takes the, the, um, the, the, well the fruit, and then she hands it to apple uh, to Adam, and he eats it. And then there's a break in the story, and then the angel of the Lord come and he casts them out of the, um, out of the garden. And, uh, and they start covering themselves a little bit. Um, that's just so profound. And um, let's look at why. That's the angel of the Lord, by the way. Um, at the moment, many Christians have this warped idea that we shouldn't really worry about stuff. We, we can just be happy. Um, you know, and the joy of the Lord is my strength, and those beautiful things you know, and really it it, it is all true but there 's a f- another truth there 's a balance to that truth, and the balance is that the world is fundamentally screwed up, and it 's going to hurt you, baby if you haven 't recognized that, then you 're in for a rough ride. Um, if we look at our beloved continent, our country at the moment i 'm giving a orange to red rating i'm really concerned you may not be because you're more spiritual than i am but then um maybe you should pray a bit harder and really ask what the lord is saying at the moment because i don't believe the lord is very comfortable with what's going on at, in our country at the moment and um this is not a good thing for us as christians because as any said if you know maxwell says it's slightly different he says You know, uh, everything, yes, everything rises and falls on leadership. And um, if we are where we are at the moment, the, the obvious deduction is that the leadership's not good. And I'm not referring to the ANC top six, I'm referring to the church. Okay? Because we understand that truth is given to the church first. And I believe that there's a problem in the church today, and I'm part of that problem okay we don't take that statement seriously we think that we can solve the world through worldly wisdom we cannot a lot of the world's wisdom comes from us most of the good things in the in the western uh, in the western um, sort of uh, tradition is absolutely christian in fact everything that's bad is non-christian this humanist nonsense that they're all worshiping at the moment and that they're falling because of South Africa, in my opinion, at the moment, orange to a, to a red tinge. If we look further, um, you know, the, here I had some moving slides and stuff, but that's Boko Haram uh, operating in in the west, uh, west of our continent, really problematic, you know, uh, hurting people. Kenya was a good one, but Kenya sort of went through an election problem uh, just now. If you look at Zambia, they had their issues. Um, I'm quite happy for Zim. I think it was a decent result to have this Menangwa guy. You know, I don't think he's um, Christ. <laughs> but, uh, but I think it's better to have some form of stability, and we're seeing some decent results come out of there. Um, Botswana's been good, um, you know, in terms of stability and in terms of human life appreciation. Namibia is struggling because of us struggling, economically really struggling. In the center of Africa, Central African Republic, sort of DRC, uh, Congo, those areas really, uh, it's, it's just one war zone, man. Um, and, and, and the violation of, of these principles of the sacredness of life, the sanctity of life, man, God has a huge problem with that. Huge problem. So generation of gen- generation of the generation is going to reap the rewards of this nonsense, um, of this violence. Uh, you know The blood cries out. Blood cries out. The horn of Africa, you know, the, I mean, it's a mess. And then in the north of Africa, the so-called Arab Spring, the result has been um, shocking. Where you have this... Again, violence out of, uh, you know, coming out of rebellion. There's no good result for that, you know. And so, why worry? Well, because that's not a good picture. Um, but that is the picture. And uh, and our part is not looking great. This is another picture. I love this. This is, uh, well, it's not so good on there, but this, this shows the... Uh, african well, the world um distribution of power at night so it shows where d- you know where do we have light essentially in other words where do we have infrastructure and um this this slide is always referred to as africa the dark continent okay because y- you know Africa's quite dark uh there and um you can see south america parts of it is not much better but um as Africans, we don't like this slide because it, it talks about a backwardness. It talks about a darkness, which, which I don't particularly like. Um, but it's, it's, it's evident. But when we look at this slide, we have to think that the world is actually moving on, okay? Because there's another slide, and it's this one. And this shows data transfer between communities everywhere, all right? And so that's a very different picture. And we can see that Africa's actually catching on catching up. And so even though I'm painting quite a negative picture, what what I want you to take out of this is that there's a few things also that we can work with. There's a few things that's in our favor at the moment, okay? In that the world is changing for the better. Now, I'm not here for humanist values. I'm here to talk to you as Christians and leaders, um, but I want you to just get a picture of how I see the sort of macro factors of what's going on where we are right now. Because if you want to lead, you need to lead a people in a place in a time, okay? who el- I mean, what else are you going to do? If you want to pioneer, you need to pioneer in a place, in a time. And if you're pioneering, you're not doing it for yourself. Okay, so the origin of need. Where are you? God says to Adam, if you see the need, man, you need to respond. That's not Christian. That's just de- decent, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's just there's a there's a set of rules entrenched in every single human, where you can describe yourself whatever you want to, but if you're not doing that, you're indecent. Now we as Christians know that that's because of the, the imprint of God on every person's life and constitution. But where are you? God is saying, like, where are you? I've got this guy, he phones me out of Dublin all the time. The first thing he always asks me is, like, where are we? (laughs) Meaning, what are we doing? You know, like, what's the action? What's the plan? (laughs) So what's the plan, guys? What do you see? What do you see? And what can you fix? This is not leadership stuff. This is just intent. Because you have to have that intent on a micro level. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. I'm going to share a lot with you today, okay? Please understand I'm not doing this from a narcissistic perspective, but I need you to have some insight into my life, all right? So I'm going to share a lot with you and I want you to use it responsibly. So don't put it on Facebook, please. Um, But leadership starts with self-love. when when you understand that you are naked ah uh, man that's that's that you've got to get this you've got to get that you need to know that you are naked how do i get this across when you are naked you are displaying to the world your reproductive organ organs ladies all right that means that that you are completely exposed and in which way are you exposed you you're exposed in that people can see your seed and they can see your offspring so they can see who you're going to become Are you, are you hearing me? Yeah. It's such a vulnerable position. It's the most vulnerable position that a human can be in. And it's in that position that the Lord says, where are you? I, I, I was naked. I was hiding. Didn't feel so comfortable. Didn't want to talk to you because you're like perfect and I'm not. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's deal with that. And then I'll send you anyway. In fact, the Lord doesn't just send Adam he slaughters a goat or two i don't know how many so that there's blood to cover and then he covers him with the skin oh that's just a beautiful thing there and so the point i'm trying to make with is leadership starts with self-love you need to include it, it needs a deep understanding of your nakedness you are not going to be a perfect leader oh man you're going to suck If you're anything like me, at least. (laughs) Right? You are not prepared for what you're about to enter. And you're not ready for it either. That's being naked. It's saying, I was afraid. I didn't want to face you. (coughs) Okay? That's okay. That's what I'm here to tell you. you. And you need to love that about yourself. If you cannot love yourself, you cannot lead others. If you do not understand your own weaknesses, you will not lead others. Cursed is the ground for your sake. Entropy, in other words, the natural degeneration of this world that we're in, is part of the design. Well, not of the original design, but it's part of the design as it stands. How many of you know stuff needs admin? Your car needs servicing. Your wife needs servicing. Your... (laughs) Children need servicing. Your business needs everything, man. Your house needs a paint. Your Oh, it just never stops. (laughs) Your tree needs a trim. Entropy is in the design. It's there for a reason. But here's the message I have for you. You have to lift a heavier load. Entropy is the second law of thermodynamics. It means that energy will dissipate into sort of non-directional forces over time is that a decent who's the engineers is that a decent say again everything will deteriorate into sort of nothingness over time (laughs) okay chaos will increase over time that's the point that's a very good point that's exactly how i wanted to phrase it because our role is to create order out of chaos That is what you need to do. That's what it means to till your garden. That's what it means to take out the thorns and the thistles. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. This, people, is a blessing. This is not a curse. This is not part of the curse. This is the blessing. This is the way out. Do you think he means bread? He means sustenance. He means you will find life it means you will find fulfillment. It's not just so that you can live. To live is never the intent. That's not the sending out of Adam. This is not God being naughty with Adam. This is saying, you've screwed up, son. Here's the way. Go work hard, because in that you will find me. Sustenance, bread, because bread is the place of bread. That's Jerusalem, man. Lift a heavier load. I'm going to just keep on saying that. To create order out of chaos is difficult. You need to lift a heavier load. You'll find your sanity there. I believe this. Okay. So this is the need. This is the basic stuff. What I'm saying to you is the world needs you. (laughs) That doesn't make you special. (laughs) That's just the design. Okay. We're the gardeners. Okay. Adam was the primary he was the first pioneer. Uh, can you imagine that? He had to go out there and do it. In the beginning, it was easy. All the birds were talking to him, and then Eve. And then he had to sweat. And since then, we've all been sweating. But there's a promise there for you and I, and that's a beautiful thing. The balance sheet of a pioneer. Um, I spoke to a friend of mine. She works with us at, at Andile. Uh, she comes and, and works with developing some of the leadership, and um, I said to her, what does a pioneer look like from a psychological perspective, you know, business, you know, what's the, what's the, um, I loved what Lauren was saying, (laughs) there's no manual, (laughs) that's such a great point, Um, anyway, so in terms of worldview, a pioneer is not afraid, Mm, you can't be, you can be afraid, but you can't be fearful, right, there's, uh, so sometimes we're afraid, but that's okay. We are hopeful. Uh, you have to have hope. You have to have a belief in a greater good. You have to trust. That's, that's going to be your worldview. If this is not you, then that's not wrong. Okay? That's just not a pioneer. And I'm not here today to enhance the pioneer. In fact, I'm trying to discourage you to become it if you're not it. Seriously, do not pioneer if you're not that. Please don't, because you will die, actually. Um, seriously <laughs> I don't know how else to say that um. <laughs> character a pioneer sees the opportunity he has a bias towards opportunity he doesn't see the problem he sees an opportunity he's an optimist he or she resilient does not give up it's like tries 14 times and then another 7 can do we can do this you know it's like Oh, count the cost. That's not really part of the vocabulary. It's like we're going to do this. That's the vocab. You've got an internal locus of control. That's the more sci- You know, this from a psychologist, but that means that you're driven from the inside. Um, you have to be. Trust me. Um, and you're humble. Don't like, yeah. Humility starts with self knowledge you, you really understand yourself and you really you can make fun of your own weaknesses i can do that that's that's a sign of your, of great humility um <laughs> that's the sign. most humble person is moses I'm, I'm a bit like him you know <laughs> no 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 um, no but you need you need to know your own you know you need to know your own reach you need to know where you can and can't go if you don't other then you die again so you need to be humble We'll talk about the dying thing a lot uh, later skills vision caster hey um, we'll we'll get to that um a vision caster I- it's it's imperative because when you pioneer you're going to be lonely okay you're going to be alone for times for long periods of time okay that's why you need to have it here so that so that so that it comes out okay because if you're looking for it to 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 feed you from the outside I'm not saying extroverts can't be. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the vision needs to be here. It needs to be kindled. It needs to be rekindled. needs to be fed all the time. And that's where your drive comes from, from the inner room into the outer courts. can't be the other way. Okay? If it is, you'll die. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stop saying that. But, and so, but, but to get people to actually join you, you're going to try and you're gonna need to explain that. You're going to need to cast that vision. You know, at the right time to the right crowd. Because you can't do it alone. And so you need to be skilled at that. It means you need to understand others. What makes them tick? Because sometimes, sometimes you know this person's got to come with me, but he's not in a place where he can see that. Be very careful with that, okay, that you make assumptions on behalf of others. But sometimes you just know this guy needs to be with me we started, Andile, there was this one guy who needed to be with us, and I knew it, but he was on his way to London. So I may have influenced him <laughs> by casting vision. He's still with me today. A loyal friend. Influencer, problem solver, agile. Man, you've got to be agile. If you're like a rigid person, please do not try and pioneer, because you're going to suck. <laughs> you need to run. You need to adapt all the time because there's no plan here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to put many of you off, but I'm speaking to 5 to 10% of you. Okay. Hardcore pioneering is not for everyone, but leadership is for everyone. The fact that you're in, afraid Fred used to tell us in the beginning, in the early days of Shofar, He used to tell us, the fact that you can read, write, and count makes you a leader on this continent. How profound is that? Even if you can't read, write, or count, you're going to have to lead your family. You're going to need to lead yourself. Wow, that's hard, especially if you're like me. You have issues. So, (laughs) hardcore pioneering is not for everyone, but leadership is. That's why this message today is, 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 is important to all of you. Pioneering can be internal in a field of study, organizational, but the same principles would apply. The main drivers are fickle. If the main drivers are fickle, i.e. there's no integrity. In other words, if you are not a pioneer, okay, if you are not driven by the right reasons, if you're, a, if you're trying to be a pioneer and you're driven by greed or power or lust, um, you're dead. Uh, y- y- well, y- we will burn out. That's another way of saying it. <laughs> we're going to see why now. Pioneering is not entrepreneurship. Okay, please do not confuse the two. Okay, entrepreneurship is launching a business, running it. That does not mean pioneering. It's not what we're talking about today. I'm not trying to get you all to b- run your own little businesses. That's great. We need that as a country. Please, so do that as well. But pioneering is a bit different. It may well include it. Most likely will. Okay. Cool. So that's from a psychological perspective. The lead. If, if you're serious about this, if you're part of my 5 to 10%, then I would suggest that you memorize this piece of scripture. Okay? So that's Joshua 1, 1 to 10. Because this will define you. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, rise, go over this Jordan, and you and your this people to the land that I'm giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and this great sea towards going down, on the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong. Good courage. For this people, you shall uh, divide as an inheritance the land for, for, for to this people you shall divide uh, uh, as an inheritance to the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Um, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. do not turn from it to the right to the left that you may prosper in whatever way you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. you may observe to do according to all that is written to it. You shall meditate in it day and night. Day and night. David says this many times. For then I will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. When? If you meditate on the Lord day and night. That's when. When will you be successful and prosperous? If you meditate on the Lord when you have a good business plan, when you have a good team, when you're very skilled, very driven. No. You meditate on the law day and night. That's all. That's all. How do you do that? You memorize the word. Don't just read the word, eat it, man. So that you can Meditate on it whenever you need to. Uh, I'll go there now. Have I not commanded you? I've commanded you, be of strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord, what's going to happen? You're going to be afraid and dismayed. Okay, there's a promise. Okay. Order to cross. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, pass through the camp, command the people, saying, prepare provisions for yourselves, and so on. Strength and courage will be required. Say it three times. You should take note. Okay, there's sermons about this stuff. I don't want to go into that too much. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous. Be strong and courageous. I think he repeats it three times in the passage. Why do you think? So so what's happened? They're standing in front of the the river. They're standing in front of the Jordan River. Moses is dead. The Lord comes to Joshua. He said, you're my man. Joshua, son of Nun." Moses' assistant. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and be very courageous. Be strong and courageous. Do Do you think you're going to have to be any different? And where do you get that strength from? Do, do you think you're going to get that strength from your friends? Some of it. Do Does your friends have the courage to run your race? Your parents? No. So it's an instruction to change your mind, but it's also an instruction as to what's to come. Moses' assistant becomes Israel's commander. How? Like that. One day assistant, next day, commander. What do you see at the end there? He walks through and he says, You do this, you do this, you do this. You, you, bang, bang, bang. That's one of the things that's going to challenge you. Because many of you are comfortable. I'm here to i'm here to sort of irritate you a bit. Many of you are very comfortable. I look at this crowd, most of you are sort of in decent jobs, um, I would imagine, most of you are highly paid, most of you are skilled, most of you can articulate a question and an answer under all conditions. And that's a great thing, but it's not such a great thing If the only thing you want to do with it is buy a house and a car. Um, Change of season. When there's a change of season, I love the Bible is so full of this, where there's transition from one to the other and how it happens. You see it, oh man, you see it in, in the book of Ruth is one of the beautiful examples. It's midnight. Bible uses terms like that. It was midnight and then she moved to Boaz. Okay, here's one change of season, change of the God. Moses, my servant, is dead. And you're it. What? Seriously? Yes, you. Okay. It happens like that. You go from being the assistant to being the commander like that. It will it'll happen like that for you. The law is to be meditated on day and night. I think I said that. Intimacy... Intimacy is a requirement. Um, If you're not intimate with the Lord, you'll die. Or you'll burn out. If the vision is not from the gut, you'll die. How do you get that? Well, you prepare, you meditate, you worship for days and weeks, and months, and years, and you just don't stop. You have to be a pioneer for a greater purpose. If the purpose is in, your, in yourself only, well, you'll die. <laughs> you'll burn out. Mm. And that purpose for us as Christians is the purpose to make his kingdom come. His will be done. If this is not your driver, please do not move. Please do not move. God authenticates. Oh, let me just say that again. God authenticates. I, I, I I've, uh, I, I grew up as a kid, right? I, I always knew I was different, right? Maybe some of you are like that. I, I always felt like I wasn't in the same race. You know, it's like all the other kids would. Some things would be really important to them, and to me, it's like no, I'm not. So I would sort of, as you insecure for seasons, you know, I would try and also make it really important, and then I would just find that it's not important to me. And I didn't have the guidance. I knew the Lord somewhat, um, you know, but I never had the this thing. And so in matric when they or well in standard 9 when they when they did the whole uh, prefect the the selection thing right i remember sitting in the in the classroom like yesterday i was sitting in the it was in the um it was in the um uh accountancy class we were sitting in the accountancy class and um and they it was the end of the day and they had over the intercom they had uh, the following people have been shortlisted for the um Leerling rat <laughs> okay and I was sitting there. Huh? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. And so there, I wasn't even shortlisted. I was like, what? What, how, what, did, what did you miss? <laughs> like, how can people not see it? That's what I thought. I was deeply distraught. Not, I wasn't. I didn't care enough. But I was like, seriously, guys. I mean, I'm it you know i felt i felt betrayed <laughs> and that hurt that hurt like hell because because i have the potential you see um so this is the stuff you don't put on facebook but uh, so because i i had that in, i had that potential and i knew it but they didn't see it And I didn't know how to deal with that. So, well, I I dealt with it, not in a Christian way. So I became a very troubled young man. That had a huge effect on it, right? And thank God I met him in my third year at Varsity, else I wouldn't be here today. And um, what happens is that God knows who you are. But if you want to move before he authenticates, it's not going to be cool. And sometimes, like in my case, he just needs to tell you that, yes, it's there, but I need to authenticate it. I need you to be authentic in me. I don't need you to be good. How am I doing for time? Not so great. Not so great. God needs to authenticate his plan in you. His purpose. His man. Hey, if you've been called that's not your problem (laughs) (laughs) not everyone's going to like that you're going to have to get comfortable with that very quickly if you're his man or his woman then you're his man or his woman you see Our culture at the moment wants to be so inclusive. Everyone wants to be inclusive. Everybody's friends. We all get along. We all work in a team. Team is the most. Where do you see that in the Bible? Joshua? You're it. David, you're it. I'll give you people. Okay? I'll support you. But you're it. I need you. I need you to own this. One person. And yes, we have all sorts of plurality of leadership, certainly in the in the early church. I understand that very well. But there's Jesus, and then there's three, and then there's twelve, and then there's the seventy odd. And in the early church we had Peter as the first amongst equals. And he was given the kingdom of the keys of the kingdom. Not in the Roman Catholic way, but you know what I mean. And so all I'm saying to you is if the Lord chooses you get comfortable with it very quickly and I'm telling you now not everyone is going to like that you were chosen please do not be prideful boastful or or uh, insensitive with that don't be a don't be a jerk <sighs> don't be a jerk man you know this is sacred stuff you know what I mean it's like You're not special because the Lord chose you. The Lord is special because the Lord is special. (laughs) You're not special. You are very special. But that's not the... Oh, gee. (laughs) You get me, right? You're getting it. Get comfortable with the fact that you are chosen. Get comfortable with the fa- if you're not comfortable with the fact that you are chosen and others were not, you're not going to be able to live what you need to live. Hear me. If you're not comfortable with the fact that you are chosen and by implication others were not, you're not going to deliver on what you need to deliver on. And for each and every one, there's a different plan. But if you're a pioneer, that, this means a little bit more. Man leads and commands... His strategy mostly his leadership and his style. Hey, you've got a style. Own it, man. <laughs> don't don't try and talk like Jesus or Paul. Just talk like you. <laughs> you know. So get comfortable with who you are. Understand you who you are because that's part of loving yourself. Okay, so this is just a sort of a note to you. Please get comfortable with who you are. It's kind of cool um, in your own geeky way it's fine just own it okay so that's Joshua that's the lead I want to um yeah God comes back to Joshua later in chapter 13 and he says to him okay you've you've done this but you need to do a few more things the pioneering call is not something that goes away by the way it's just more and more and more you can't get away from it um I, I want to ask a question, who's the most representative pioneer of our age? Who, who, if, if you think of a pioneer right now, who do you think of? Do you think top of mind in every person's mind? whos the who's Jeff Bezos, the, uh, Jeff Bezos great example. Uh, Musk. Jobs, Musk. So you see? Was there another one? Yeah, I mean, Branson? Branson yeah, awesome. Branson was lacquer. Trump. No. <laughs> no no wrong wrong (laughs) I think you're all wrong actually I think I'm going to submit to you that I think the most representative pioneer of our age is um, Shrek (laughs) Um, (laughs) because well he had to be a pioneer right he had to find that woman but let's just (laughs) his intentions were somewhat noble (laughs) Well not really. Um he was quite unprepared, uh yet nothing really. Um his equipment was pathetic. I mean just think of that donkey. <laughs> uh the dragon is scary, but the dragon's not really evil. I mean the dragon's like hes f- you know, the dragon falls in love with the donkey. It's crazy. Um Fiona is naive and she's an ogre. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. The king and queen is is weak, and Lord Farquaad is corrupt. Um. (laughs) (laughs) And this is how sick the world is. And this is what we're teaching our kids. That's kind of funny, and it is funny. I mean, I I get it. Let's look at the real story. Um, Let's look at the real story because it's the same. Wisdom through the ages advance our standards set upon our foes our ancient world of courage fair St. George inspires us with the spleen of fiery dragons. I'm talking to you now about the feed. So the need was evident. Everybody needs to do it. There's entropy in the system. The lead is you've got to be ordained. You've got to prepare. The feed is what do you do when it's happening? Well, Many people die. So when we look at this story, this is, this is in a way it's the same as, as Genesis. This story is in every culture or many cultures world over. And this story is not told so that your kids can sleep at night. This is not why these stories were told. These stories were told so that you can have life, so that you can understand how this world works. This is not a fairy tale, guys. Please understand that. And in our fairy tale or non-fairy tale, people die. Why? Because they go and they want to fight that dragon. Who's the dragon? Why is there a cross on that guy's breast plate? Uh-oh. Didn't read it like that, did you? So who's the dragon? Yeah, it's the same one that's in the garden. This is the same story. People die. Who dies? The ones going to look for the gold only, or the woman only, or the fame only. Those are the ones that die. And the ones that are unprepared, and maybe naive, they all die. And, and, and this is wisdom because this is why it's there, right? I have, you have to know this. There's a dragon. This, this is not a good dragon. The real dragon is, is, is worse. This is like how to train your dragon, dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the real dragon is spewing fire. And he's infinitely more powerful than you are if you came at him by yourself. And he's a lot wider because w- uh, wiser because he's been alive for a long time. That's the dragon. That's the horse. This talks about preparation. This talks about community. This talks about you know, being in relationship with other important aspects of your time. This is your tools and your friends. And check how that horse goes for the dragon as well love that (laughs) this is the virgin she's a virgin she's not a maiden or a princess she's a virgin she's pure and she's praying and she's waiting and she's hoping This is the hero or the pioneer. This is you and I. Or the leader. This also applies to leadership. And he's prepared. Or she. He's got the latest, the greatest, and he's ready for this fight. He's counted the cost. He understands this thing is not to play with. This thing can kill you, man. He's got all the shields, the swords, the lance. He's ready. And this is the city wall. This is the place of comfort and convenience that you need to get out of. That's also the place that's now in chaos because the dragon came and stole the gold. And you may have corrupted... The leader's there as well. Or at least he caused those leaders to not lead well. To be afraid. To be timid. To be weak. And this is the scene that we all have to face in life. And this is not a story that should make you sleep easy at night. This is a story that should keep you up. And say, Lord, how do I prepare? Lord, who do I be- how do I become that guy? What does the gold represent? Say, someone's? Souls? Yeah. Good. Inheritance? Come on, you're so Christian. It's money, man. <laughs> so what do you do with that money? If it's gold, it's wealth, actually. It's not money. Big difference. So gold is wealth. So what do we get if we slay this dragon? Who gets the gold? That guy. He gets the gold. Yeah? Why? Because he slayed the dragon. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> you slay the dragon, you get the gold. What else do you get? The virgin. You get the gold. Okay. What does that mean? Say again? Lust. No, no, not lust. No. Reward, yes. But what type of reward? Offspring, yes. Hallelujah. We're awake. Your way of thinking, your way of life gets to reproduce. Your nakedness goes away. Your nakedness becomes glorified. Yeah? You get to define the new economy. You get to build it. Do you build it for yourself? No. Some do. They're children. They're infants. They are pathetic. Not this guy. He takes that wealth and he invests wisely. And he raises godly offspring. His way of life gets to reproduce. Reproduce. He takes forward that which the Lord has given him. Why? Because he's prepared. And he comes from a position of internal belief. And that's why he conquers. That's the story. Those are the lessons in there. You're all going to be watching Shrek tonight, are you? (laughs) Don't do it. Hallelujah. Pioneering. I just want to give you a few further tips. These are the conditions in the field. This is what it's like when you pioneer. If you don't read this, then you're going to be a fool. Don't be a fool. Be wise. In the, in the field, you will have no time. You will have no time. You'll have to learn to take time. You'll have to learn to manage your time. That's self-management. You'll have. There'll be no understanding for what you're busy doing, or very little, very limited. There's no book. There's no manual. Right? So... This is what it's like in the field. I'm telling you now. I can tell you stories and I will. Believing, unbelieving friends and family, the most dearest people will not get or believe in what you're doing. I'm telling you that's how it's going to be. So be ready. You'll have limited resources and you'll have limited support structures. I be- I remember um, I, I, one morning I was praying to the Lord. I was saying, I was in a bush in Gabon. Okay, so we were... We were trying to build this deal in Gabon and I was trying to change Africa, you know, for the Lord. Yes. And I nearly died in that bush (laughs) Uh, because I was being prepared, not because I was stupid at the time. It was very interesting, actually. Um, And I remember I was praying to the Lord and I was about 30. And the only thing I could tell the Lord was, my friends all have retirement annuities. (laughs) And here I am spending all my money in a bush I can't even buy my wife shoes (laughs) yeah Yeah, you'll have limited resources and support structures no clear plans and guides again that's sorry that's the no manual thing no guarantees there's no guarantees no guarantees if there was a guarantee well you know I know faith is evidence but trust me I've I've so in Gabon, what happens? So the Lord sends me to Gabon. How does this happen? This is after I've started about four businesses in my life. Okay, so let me tell you the Gabon story quickly. So I, we come back from London. We start a business. It sort of works out kind of, we, we can eat, but not buy you know, furniture. But we can eat. Um, so no support structure. And um, so, so I asked the Lord, what do you want me to do? The Lord says, go to Ramah. I'm like, I don't want to go to Ramah. Um, he says, no, go to Ramah, because there's old men I need you to meet there. Okay, cool. So we start going to Ramah. Didn't want to go to Ramah, but was instructed to go there. Okay, love Ramah, not the thing. So I go to these leadership meetings and like business seminars and stuff, and I find two two men in my life. Um, In this past week, I saw both of them. This is 2001, okay? So I saw both of them this week, actually. Because when the Lord instructs you to do stuff, you do it, and you just follow it and relationships are eternal, some, Um, okay, and so, anyway, so there's this guy, and he's crazy, and he he looks at me, and he says, I really like you, and I'm like, God, I asked for a mentor, not a crazy, right, (laughs) this is the one, and uh, really, I mean, long story, but he's nuts, he's not, so the Lord says, this is the man, so I said, okay, I'm going to try and work with this, but this is on you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> a serious, true story. So, so he says, look, there's these guys in Gabon, and in my life, I've always had these phone calls out of Africa. I don't know how it works. It's just who I am, right? I get phone calls out of Africa. Can you help? It's like, I know nothing what you're even asking me, but let's see. Oh, yeah, I can do it because I'm agile, okay? So, And I see potential, and I believe. So that's why the answer is always yes. That's a problem. Sometimes you need to say no, but that's a different story. So anyway, so we start going to Gabon and as I'm walking there, I'm saying to the Lord, what am I doing here? This is quite expensive. It's like 10,000 bucks a ticket, right? And I'm working a day job to sort of fund this. Um, And uh, the Lord says, so yeah, I sent you here because two others wouldn't come. So I said, I'm third in line. He said, yeah, something like that. I said, okay, that's awesome. I'll take it. What do I need to do? So he said, um, just keep going until I tell you to stop. Okay, my strategy, right? So it's like, Lord, what's the strategy? No, no, you're here. That's the strategy. Okay, awesome. What do you want me to do? Don't stop. Cool. So so I get in a car, and like one weekend, for instance, we drive like 2,300 kilometers one weekend in the back of a, of a Bucky, right? Right? Uh, over the worst no roads known to mankind, you know, to go, and then we, so we got this forest, massive forest, 200,000 hectares, okay, virgin, unspoilt, amazing, and so we start working a plan, so we're going to do this, we're going to do uh, farming, we're going to build roads, uh, ports, uh, and so on and so on, we're going to build schools, churches, all in the business plan, so we start writing a business plan, Lord says write down the vision, right, so do that, do the work. Write it down. Start writing. If you're a pioneer, you've got to write. You've got to write all the time. Okay, plans and thoughts. You've got to do it. Okay, show what the Lord has, has, has worked with you with. So I start writing this plan, and the plan comes to I need 100 million dollars. Okay, so I, I I need 100. That's not a lot. So I go to I go to Steinoff. Yeah. So yeah. So so I say to them guys, Do you want it? They're like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we love this. Okay, So we start flying up and down, you know, and I'm flying like, again, I would put in leave. I was working on a three-month contract. This is the Lord providing, okay? So I'm working this contract. The Lord's providing. Um, There's nothing extra, but that's fine. We can eat. We're fine, you know? So I fly to Gabon. I'm believing the Lord's with me, man. And like, it's amazing. The quiet times I'm having there as I'm walking on that beach or I'm in that forest, it's amazing. Because the Lord's there. He's like, I'm in this. I'm with you. Uh, yeah, and and everybody around me tells me you're crazy, you you nuts. Like, what are you doing? You're blowing every single cent. This is your career. This is your most productive time. I'm in my thirties, you know. And anyway, long story short, everybody signs. It's like after six years, everybody signs. I was going to make two million dollars a month. Me. <laughs> that's that's great. That's in case you didn't know, that's a lot of money. <laughs> And I wasn't doing it for that. It's just like that's how it sort of worked out. Okay. So we, so we put a file like this. We're flying lawyers out from Paris. Um, and I'm flying the directors from Steinhoff, Africa, Donny van Amarve, He was in the news with the whole story. And a few others. Um, and, and we have the showdown. So now I've got my local partner, Dr. Mavungu. So the Lord gives you amazing people if you just follow him, right? But it's a motley crew of people that you work with. And so you need to learn to understand people because these are not like the corporate types. These are not the I've got it all together types, right? This guy is an amazing person. He's a professor in Alzheimer's, a Gabonese man. He's a devout Roman Catholic and he's an ex senator of his he's just an amazing man. Okay, love him. And um, anyway, so so we now have the showdown. We're all gonna go to the we all gonna go to the to the minister. So we're going to present this project, which is going to change his country. And so we we present the project, and he's like, this is absolutely mind-blowing, man. You know, this is, like, phenomenal. This is six years' worth of work, okay, with money I didn't have. And and so he says, Andres, this is thank you for what you've done for this country. You know, you're going to be a citizen, and you're going to, like, we're going to name a road after you. I don't know what the... (laughs) (laughs) And he says, this is one problem. Um, you know, I, I don't see the representation of my family interests in the, in the transaction. And so if you guys can just maybe think about it a bit more and just be sure that my family is represented in the whole thing. And then, you know, we can do this like I'm going to cut that ribbon tomorrow, you know. Just go away and write it down. So, um, So we walk outside of this little room. And my friend, Dr. Mavungu, he's about 60-something. He does this because this is his legacy. This is the thing he's been dreaming about. He's told me this many times, right, in French. I've learned to speak French so I can understand him. <laughs> he's, a, he's a black guy. But as he walks outside, he, he goes white. <laughs> 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 and he starts crying. And he says to me, Andres, I had no idea. This, this guy is my friend. This this minister, and he said he knew everything. He was briefed hundred percent. He says, I, "I have no idea." So the Steinoff guy walks up to me. He says, it's "Director level at Steinoff, right?" He says to me, Andres, we will never hold this against you." I said, "Thank you." Um, He said, we will walk away. We will not do business like this. That's why when the Steinhoff thing broke, I I told everyone, no, it's fine. It'll go away. You know, those are good guys. And so I was wrong. Because it is a mess. But this guy, Donnie van der walked up to me and said, we do not do business like this. So we're walking away. I said, I fully understand that. You walk away. I said, "I'm, I'm out. Can't do that. You know. So we walked away. Got on our planes, walked away. That was that. So I said to the Lord, what the hell was that? I said, it's two. <laughs> 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 what the hang was that? <laughs> he said, that's fine. Okay, carry on. And that was that. I've never been back since. And so, um, and that was preparation. <laughs> so so when we started Andile, um, it was like clubbing seals. It was like, this is easy, man. You can just do this. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm, I need to wrap this up. I'm loving this. The preparation for your conditions in the field will include failure, it will include severe testing of your belief and your conviction. It will include prophetic insight, unction, and belief. We do not deal with worldly matters here. You need to hear from the Lord, for yourself and from others. It needs to be tested all the time. You need to have a different spirit like Caleb and Joshua. You need to have deep relationships with, connect with all. This is part of your preparation. These things will all be tested before you go, will be tested. You'll have severe discomfort and you'll learn to love that. Um, There'll be safe places for you that you will have to develop. You need your safe places. Please, this is part of loving. This is, a, this is something I don't do well. You need to look after yourself. You need to stop thinking you're bulletproof and you just, can just keep on going. If you do that, you die. You need your safe place. I don't know what it is for you. Is it golf For any? It's reading. For, um, you know, for, for some of you, it's, I don't know what it is. I don't care. Find your safe place where you recharge You need to know yourself. Find that safe relationships where you can just be who you are. That's what you need to get to in small group. If you have a pioneer in your small group, you need to understand who that person is and you need to provide him this. He needs it. And she needs it. Give it to them. Okay? Else they get discouraged. And you need to lift each other up like that, man. We can't just work day jobs and expect to change the world. Delay gratification. Investment. This is very important. You will make investments all the time and you will not see that investment come up because you're investing in a different kingdom, a different economy. If you die a pauper but you did this, you'll be fine. Probably won't because there's virgins and gold involved. I'm serious. What are you going to do with it? No false humility. Be humble. Know who you are. Gifts. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Gifts. <laughs> Weaknesses. That was last night. Jesus is the ultimate pioneer. Um, I'm going to rush through. And I want to finish. Hebrews 12 says, We therefore also, since we have surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily snares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. That word author, archegos is originator, founder. It's also translated as pioneer. Jesus is the ultimate pioneer of our faith. Salvation is a process. Jesus set that process in place for you. He is the first pioneer. He came from a very comfortable place into a very uncomfortable place so that he could do something that the Lord asked him to do. That is the perfect pioneer. He met a bunch of uncomfortable idiots down here and he prayed for them. He gave his life for them. That is the ultimate pioneer. He is the perfect example of that guy on the horse. He slayed the dragon. His way of life reproduced. His life. Life in the spirit reproduced. Completely. Forever. He's the ultimate pioneer. He's the ultimate embodiment of that knight on that horse. He is the second Adam. Adam. He fulfills everything that Adam needed to do. He's the ultimate Adam. He's the ultimate you and I. You have to believe me. You can find everything that you need in him. (coughs) Everything. And he does it for souls. Inhibitors of being a pioneer. Comfort and convenience equals complacency. You all under huge risk of this one. Okay, I'm telling you. I deal with this daily. I'm at risk for this one. People become risk averse. Oh, I've got children. I've got a baby now. I can't do this stuff. I've I got three, right? Been there. I can talk to you? You don't stop. You don't stop. I will give you food and drink and clothes. Yeah. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. Not Solomon was arrayed like one of those. And the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap. Yet your heavenly Father, and seek first the kingdom. This is kingdom stuff, guys. Risk aversion, once bitten, have you been hurt? That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Get over it. Do you have unbelief? My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produce patience. Now let patience have its perfect work, so that you may be found perfect, not lacking anything. Every of you lacks wisdom. Let him ask of the Lord, so that he gives him. But let him ask in faith. Same story. Different guy, James. This story that I'm telling you today is in everyone. You'll see it everywhere. Once you've seen the story, you're going to see it everywhere. It's going to obsess you. You're going to become obsessive by it. Family. I have a family. I have a baby. I have children. I have a wife. I need to care for my parents-in-law. Yeah. You do. Do it. Lift a heavier load. You don't do that at the cost of doing what you should be doing. Surely. Fear of failure. Provision. It's like, I need, I need to eat, man. Just spoke about that. You can trust the Lord for that. That's a given. I've never been hungry. I've been broke. I've had to sell my car. I've had to drive an old banged up thing from a friend of mine for months. I, I got out of a BMW into a banged up TT. Because I sold the BM so I could fund the Gabonese trips. Yeah. So, you can do that. That's fine. Are you humble? Or are you prideful? Like, do you, like, you do, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> shame. People people are very fearful of shame. It's like people have this expectation of you, and, and, and it's bad for you, right? Because you all... Well not all of you, but I'm sure most of you are like professional, you've got this career path, like you know, and there's expectation. It's like art Okay. Closing. Four pioneers, same story. It's the same story. Through the ages, this is the story. The general purpose of pioneers is to bring order to chaos in a big way. That's what Adam had to do. There'll be some dragons on the path, and they've been stealing gold. You have to slay them. Romans 8, the earth waits for the revealing, expectantly, yearns. The revealing of the sons of God. What does the son of God do? Does he take the gold and put it in his pocket? No. Does the right thing. There'll be some dragons, impenetrable cities with wicked opponents, an uncomfortable environment that is in decline. This is all part of the story. The prepared pioneer will offer himself to this cause and will bring salvation to many as Jesus did. It does not make you Jesus, <laughs> but we are be his we are his workmanship, we have to do his work, we have to complete his work so so that's that 's the thing I, I want to I want to stop now I need to stop now I, I needed to stop a while back, but that 's a common problem um, and i I just you know this this message to me has been like the past two years has just been brewing, and, and it was the first time I could unleash it on a Christian Thing (laughs) I've been talking to business people about it a lot, but I, I really just wanted to show you how the word is entrenched in all of this, right? How the word now expects of us to do something different, um, to be the change, to be the salvation, you know, to be Christ, to be the salt, to bring that salvation in very fundamental aspects of life in business, in personal, in politics, in medicine. In engineering and in ingenuity. the answers is with us, and it will require of you to pioneer. I try to p- paint a very heavy picture. Trust me, it comes with massive benefits. There's nothing like it. That's the big one, the fulfillment. I'm not talking about cars and stuff. I'm talking about the fulfillment. talking about the fact that I'm walking with the Lord. He adds to my thing. He gives me people, right? And, and not all of them are pioneers, but I kind of rub off on them. And then they start doing stuff, and it's like, wow. Let's, yeah. Why? Because the answers to the problems in this world is in the church. It's in you and I. And in some of you, you are ready to take this, this step some of you I've really spoken to today I said there's going to be a 5-10% to of you I saw you uh, and those leaders among you that needs to lead now I think I spoke to you as well and some of you are just blessed
0: thanks for listening to this message from Shafa Johannesburg may the grace you received produce God's greatest glory and your greatest good for more information and sermons, please visit our website at www.chauffer.joberg.com.